Wow. Hey guys. Hey. Happy to hey. you Thursday. Hey. hey. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> Before we get things started, I wanted to say one thing. Let's. I watched Birders. <laughs> you did what? not. I kept my word so and I watched Birders. <laughs> Crazy. What was it about? So yeah, but what was Birders about? It's about bird watchers. It's on a documentary border? on oh. bird watchers and how birds bring people together because they don't really have borders because they can fly anywhere. Birders. Oh, so, so birders. Birders, you know, like, and you like go bird watching and they teach you about the birds and like the biggest bird watching hotel in South America. There's a bird watching yes, hotel? Yes, there is. And they have a ton of things for bird watchers. People travel around the world to come to this one hotel and watch birds in South America. Wow. And yeah, it was interesting. How many black people were in None. that document? Okay. <laughs> Not wow. one. Wow. Well, we going to be the three. We like birds. <laughs> Girl, let's go to South America. Let's make that make that a summer trip. <laughs> South America. We're, we're bird watching, bitch. <laughs> They're like, what? that is the flying car. Mm. Okay. Yes. The red huckabee, huckabee. is going across the willows. Oh. And it's landing on the acorns. Mm. Wow. Mm. wow. Wow. I love it. And over there, you can see a squirrel trying to get his nut. <laughs> We'd be the cutest bird watchers in the world, I swear. We really would be. We could have outfits. We could. Oh, we have our binoculars, the little hats that they wear, those mm. little, well, you know, those little hats. Little, yeah, those little safari. Hats. So cute. Oh, my God. That's so, please, someone just give us a show. <laughs> Put us, give us a show on television where we just do random things. Really, though. Okay. Like revolt. Okay. Perhaps. But yes, yeah, spend your money on us. Yeah. Give us a shout. Do. <laughs> please do. We want to watch birds. We'll make TV mm-hmm. fun. Promise. Now, um, we have a I love that. What is that? We have an announcement to make. So I know last week we said that we were doing an interview with my mom for her Anger Me Not Foundation, uh, concerned domestic violence and everything, but we ran into some technical difficulties. The worst. Like two hours before the interview, <laughs> kind of technical difficulties. But hey, it's okay. We're going to reschedule and she'll be on next week. And we plan on having everything resolved. So yeah, next week she'll Yay. be on here. Yay. Woo. Exciting. Well, are y'all ready for this lovely TVU Thursday? Yeah. Did you wake up this morning on the right side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed? I did wake up on the right side of the bed because I sleep on the right side of my bed. Well, did you wake up on the right side of your bed or yeah. someone uh, else's uh, uh, My bed. I'm going to oh. go and sleep I'm on my bed. I'm going to go with okay, A. Okay. Yeah. How about the <laughs> listeners? Did you wake up on the right side of your bed or, <laughs> or somebody else's someone else's? Bed. It's okay. We're not judging. Well, we just want to know. We're just here to love on you guys. We're friends. We're okay. friends. We're friends. We're friends. Now... Yes. I have a scenario for today's intro. Yep, yep, okay, yep. give it oh, to us. Give it to us. That'll be a little fun. Okay. So the scenario goes a little something like this. <laughs> you and your bae have been together for about 11 months, and everything's going great. He's been perfect since day one, and you really see a future with your mans. <laughs> now, 
your boo calls you one day and tells you that he got a promotion at work. So obviously you're super, super. <laughs> yes. Some obviously you're super. No, you're, <laughs> you're super happy for him. And he takes you to dinner and tells you that with this promotion, he also has to move to Kansas for eight months. Now, you never wanted to be in a long-distance relationship, but you really don't want to call things off. And then you have your friends and your family who live in the city that you live in right now, and they really don't want you to leave. And your man says that he doesn't want to be in a long-distance relationship either, but he also doesn't want to be without you. So he asks you to go to Kansas with him. So what's your next move? Do you stay or do you go for this 11-month relationship? Well, 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 um, it depends, you know. I mean, it's an 11-month relationship. It's pretty premature, you know. Nothing's really been set in stone yet. I know that your bae has been your bae for almost a year, not a year yet. But I think that's why they put the 11-month part in there. Like, it's not, it hasn't been a year, but right. you're almost there. Uh-huh. Um, but it just depends on my circumstances and my situation. Like, if I have a job that's transferable and I have nothing really going on at the moment, then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be like... I mean, I could take a leave of absence and, like, get a new job. Or if my job was transferable, like, because I, I can just work anywhere. Mm-hmm. If I had the luxury of working remotely, like, also that would just be a thing as well. But if I didn't, like, for instance, for me right now, I know I couldn't go anywhere for eight months with a bay. Like, granted, like, I have a job that could necessarily, I could work anywhere. But, like, I also have a craft. I have a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I have a whole business. Like, you know, this is a whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm not leaving this is whole other configuration. Yeah, like that this, we haven't quite figured out yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> like we have like whole like lives going on. Like if it was just me working by myself, nothing else going on. Uh-huh. Sure, I'll leave, but like knowing the space that I'm in now, if I was with someone for 11 months and they asked me could I leave with them and I really like them, I'd be like um if I could I would but I can't. Like I have a lot of obligations here. Not just toward, like, work and family, but just towards, like, my craft and what I like to do and what I want to do and how I want to expand it and grow it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not dipping. Like, come on now. (laughs) I put too much work, time, energy, hours. This chip is staying on the plate. Okay. This chip is staying on the damn plate. (laughs) I'm so mad at you. Where did that come from? You know, you say dip like a chip, so this chip's staying right on the plate. Okay, listen. I'm not dipping anywhere, honey. It's right in the on the plate, but that's my that's my perspective, mm-hmm. Nika. <laughs> um, <laughs> depending, like Wes said, depending on the situation, I may or may not go. But with everything being here, like I I know that when I'm away from my friends for long periods of time, I can't function well. <laughs> like I love them so much, and I'm around them all the time. And then imagine not being around them for like even so I'd be like, uh, uh. What do I do? What do right. I do? And then there's a time difference. You know, it's just, you know, all this stuff. But then again, I would go if the circumstances were different. Like if I had a job I can do remotely, like Wes mm-hmm. said, or if I'd, or if I was going to be accommodated while I was there. Like if, if my man was like, you know what, while you're here, I'm going to accommodate you. You don't have to do anything but enjoy this town or wherever we're staying and i'd be like oh okay like cool that's fine yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel you i feels you Mm. 
Um, I feel the same way. Like I would, I would go. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I, I, I be doing risky stuff sometimes <laughs> that don't oh. make risky no things. sense to nobody. Risky things. It hardly even be making sense to me. Risky but business. Yeah, risky business. <laughs> sometimes what, you, sometimes what you want to do is what you want to do. Just sometimes doesn't make sense. You just gotta do it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah I think I think I would go. Um, the only way that I would think really about staying is yeah like if we i would think about staying if we couldn't figure out a way to like do the podcast with me being gone or something right. like mm-hmm. that then it's like okay well i can't leave until like we figure that part out so maybe or unless we maybe were for on now break, if we were on break during oh yeah, the time like if we're, yeah, yeah. Or I could be like, well, we'll we're we're gonna go on break for these couple months, mm-hmm. and I'll just be out there with you for these couple months, and then I have to go back, and then maybe yeah. I'll just come out here once a month, or you come down here once a month, like you know, yeah. compromise, yeah. compromise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry if I sound like terrible today. I'm sick. You actually sound pretty good. Do I compared to yesterday, girl? Oh God. Oh yeah, you called me yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, and I was like, who was this? <laughs> uh, like, can I speak to um Frenchie, please? I don't know who this is. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. You Get Frenchie like, on the phone. It's me. And I was like, oh, girl, mm-hmm. you okay? I was like, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I'm dead. Yikes. Anyway. Yeah. And Nika, what's our word of the day today? Hello, lovers and friends. Oh, Today. Tell me again. <laughs> Ludacris. Can we Today's be lovers and friends? word of the day is friable. Hmm? No, I'm not talking about frying french fries. <coughs> it's an adjective. Look at your face. Friable. Why are you making that face? I'm thinking, like, well, what is it? Friable. Yeah, it's an adjective. <laughs> it means easily broken into small fragments or reduced to powder like oh. cocaine <gasps> oh that's one way to um, i was gonna say something different like kind of extreme like that but oh, not, like crack were you gonna say i was gonna say oh like backs <laughs> backs backs like uh-huh broken oh, into oh. little pieces or turned <laughs> into dust yeah pummeled yes like, <laughs> like backs <Pummeled. laughs> i'm dead i'm confused that's like backs like backwoods no <laughs> like Backs. Okay, Ari Linux. I get, I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> okay, friable. What's the sentence? I'm very oh, okay. interested to sit here. In to some it. places, the limestone was so friable that you brushed a finger against it and it ran like sand through an hourglass. Wow. Mm. Friable. Limestone Adjective. is kind of powdery, though, right? Isn't it to begin with? Isn't limestone kind of powdery? Powdery? No, it's like a really hard. No, it's rock. like a hard rock. Yeah, but like the the outer part, isn't it kind of like? Like it's not like a like it's not like marble and it's not like a regular rock. Oh, I know oh. What you mean. it has like it, a, it, it looks kind of ashy. Yeah, <laughs> like if you put your hand mm. on it and wave yeah. it a little bit, like you're gonna get like <laughs> some resi- you're gonna have a little residue. Hi, limestone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you're gonna have a little residue on your hand. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that's what I mean. I feel like that's what I have in my head. Maybe, maybe that is maybe that is why it's so ashy. You know, <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> it's just friable. Friable. Mm-hmm. Friable. Adjective. Mm. Okay. What y'all got for me? Mm. Oh, you making a face. Moving on. Oh, what? The window. Um, <laughs> the um, the windows in my house are quite friable. Is that like a way to say it? 
Well, you can say that the they can be broken into a thousand pieces or like whatever. Like what is it broken? It can down? reduce to a powder. Okay, that's yeah. not really. A, well, yeah. so, I mean, technically, well, because, but I think you have to use it like an adjective. Yeah, like an adjective. Like uh, you can say the dust on the window is very friable, or like the dirt on the window is friable because it can be reduced to a powder. The dirt can be reduced to a, a powder. I don't know. This word is confusing me. What? Wow. Well, it's. It's like, think of it as like if you were to freeze dry fruit, if you were to pummel it, it's friable now because you can make oh. it into a powder. Wow. <laughs> okay. Y'all are stumped. Ooh, we are. I, okay, because I thought it English, was an easy word. English 101. Huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Just think of just think Who of wants to go? <laughs> just think of things that could be re- reduced to a powder. Oh, you fucking! <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> I'm stumped like a tree. Would you like me to <laughs> read the sentence again? Yeah. How about you come up with your own sentence? You want me to come up with my own? Oh, yeah, okay. you go first. You know, and then we're gonna piggyback <laughs> like people like to say all the time. Okay. <sighs> the mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I think okay, I go got go, one. Go. Okay. Moths have a very friable nature to their wings. Because, like, when you know, when you smack them, when reduce, you kill them and yes. you smack them, and all that little nasty little moth, yes. moth dust be flying up in the air. I must not have that much experience smacking moths. Yeah. I smack plenty moths. <laughs> okay, okay, moth, moth mm-hmm. smacker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rump shaker. Oh. They don't come around as much anymore, I guess, because it's like a different season. But I don't Well, know. it's coming. It's about to be winter. Don't they come around during the winter, too? Winter. I just feel like moths are always around. Mm. Wherever there's a light, there's a moth. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be outside with my light on in the balcony. So. You do. You got a balcony. Amen. Mm. Rich. Oh. <laughs> 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 Phone just dropped. <laughs> West? My phone was like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because even I was looking like that. <laughs> right. Um, friable. Yeah. Um, Nika? Wow. <laughs> if you put anything in a freeze-dried container, the con- the contents of that thing will become friable. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. The... Um, <laughs> the Acrylic powder uh, that nail technicians use in the nail shop is a friable substance. Oh, oh nice. come on! That's Yay. the sentence I was gonna say, but I said bam, nah. boom. Come on! Yay. It took a little while. That to is get probably there. the longest it's ever <laughs> taken us to come up with. I a thought sentence. it was an easy one. I, we thought it was too until we got to put it in the sentence. Oh, and this is me before class. <laughs> Imagine so. me during class. Oh yeah, <laughs> you guys are recording hella early today. The oh, yeah. sun is yeah, out. Yeah, the sun is out. The sun's uh, we've never, never out. recorded with the sun out ever. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I can see your face. Right, so nice. I wow. Know. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, what is everybody paying dust this week, huh? And friable, you know. <laughs> let's, just, let's just start using things. <laughs> Try to use the word more throughout friable. the show to get a better understanding. Dust, you know. You got something friable in your life, right? Dusting. Um, These I niggas. okay, cause they are dusty. These um, dusty. I'm gonna pay two things dust. Oh wow, wow. 
Number one, I'm going to pay actually three things. Oh, my God. You had a whole laundry list. I do. I well, do. do you have the, 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 the washing powder and the detergent? And do you have the fabric softener? Soap powder. And do you have the bounce? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure you have all the utilities because mm-hmm. you have a laundry list. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to the laundry mat. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Number one. I'm going to go ahead and pay dust to the credible threat that was posed on my campus yesterday. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay? What's wrong with y'all? It's pretty scary because I almost, like, despite how terrible I was feeling yesterday, I was like, ooh, it's the week before the midterm for this class. Like, I should just go. And I was thinking, like, I'm going to go early and, like, get all this work done. And right as I was about to start getting dressed and leave – I get all these text messages and emails and phone calls from my campus like, don't come, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's a threat going on. So I'm like, oh, crap. Like, that was so scary. Like, I was almost about to be on my way to school. Like, crazy. Mm -mm. You could have been in the fire. Right. And then, speaking of, I seen on Twitter that a lot of the classrooms on my campus don't have locks. So students and professors were having to barricade the doors with chairs and desks and whatever they could because it didn't have locks. I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying to know they. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about if the classrooms in like my school had locks, and now that I like really think think on it, they they have them, but they're not like those. They're not those. Um. Like, what are you called? Like manual kind of lock? Yeah, they're not like manual locks. Like, it's like a card kind of lock thing. Mm. So, like, all the classrooms are usually open, especially, like, in our biggest building, University Hall. Mm -hmm. That's a huge building. It used to be an airplane hangar. All the classrooms are in there. Like, a a lot of classrooms are in there, especially in my college that I was in. And the classrooms don't have, like, physical locks, like deadbolts, but they have just, like, a card swiper. Mm -hmm. But it would only lock at night. So like oh I see yeah and like so if you wanted to go mm-hmm. into one of the rooms and all you had to do was like swipe your card but I think that like they have a control center in the security office that uh-huh. is able to manually lock all the doors in the building if need be like if an oh, emergency okay. there oh yeah so like, if you do get like a threat they'll be like they'll automatically lock all doors like all doors that are open and closing and that thing will like uh-huh. lock mm-hmm. oh yeah see you nah. So I was like, oh, my gosh, imagine like if I was on campus when this happened and I just happened to be in like one of the rooms that didn't have a lock. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I can't even imagine like the thoughts that would run through your mind during that. Like, wow. So I'm paying that dust. Get it together. Thank you. Um, Two. I'm paying dust to Renee. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I I know y'all like, wow, this is the second time she paying dust to one of her turtles. Yeah. Because she's an asshole. She's bad. Let me tell you what she did. Okay? She laid an egg. Mm-hmm. I was, like, pretty excited. Okay? I was like, oh, my God. Like, she, um, sometimes I put her in, in the bathtub so she can, like, get out of stuff because she gets in things all the time. Yeah. So, I put her in the bathtub and um, I came in there and I was like, what is that? I'm like, what is that? So, she's just, sta- um, she's, like, just staring at me and I was like, you're not going to say anything okay and so (laughs) i went and i grabbed a cup like like one of those solo cups and like i um and like i scooped it out and it was an egg and i was like oh my god and then like i like i um kind of like moved the egg in the in the cup 
to reveal that she ate it. She ate the egg. She ate it. Mm. Oh. I didn't even get to see the egg in its full beauty and glory. She was like, I'm a lady. She didn't even let me decide if I wanted to be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just ate it. She knew that she did not want to be a mother. Okay? Right. And <laughs> Renee would not be the best mom. So she it's honestly, fuck them kids. <laughs> honestly, she would be a terrible she mom. Would, She's already a terrible turtle in general. <laughs> no, she is. I don't know how. She's you got so bad. The worst turtle. She bamboozled <laughs> me. She bamboozled me. When I when I first met her, she was so sweet. It was too. It was two. And the one I picked up at first was just looking mean. And I, I bet that was the nice one. It probably was. She bamboozled me. So, yeah. <sighs> I was so disappointed in her. And we were just having like a like um, a PDD um, stare off with each <laughs> oh other. Like just staring God. at each other. Okay. And number three. I'm going to pay dust to how sick I got out of nowhere yesterday. Because I just woke up. And I was. Season. Oh, my gosh. Like mm-hmm. the I. It was not the plague. The plague. <laughs> The I put that little mask on. I put it on Twitter. I said the plague, <laughs> looking like a crow. It was not <laughs> the plague, but oh my gosh, like it was terrible. Straight out the like, ways. <laughs> I was, I was throwing everything up. I couldn't eat. It was a lot going on. Like it was awful. Oh my god, that does sound like the plague, though. Loki. <laughs> that does not sound like the plague. High <laughs> key okay. sounds like the plague. I'm just saying. Oh, so. You guys are experts on the plague because you've had it. No, 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 what? never, no. never, no, no. But what, it. your symptoms? Your <laughs> no, symptoms? you've had your it. Symptoms? No, I read about no, it. You I gotta go it. get my mask. I'll <laughs> 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 be right back. <laughs> let me go find, let me, I'm, I'm gonna go to the Wiz set and just get yeah, me a Yeah, just get one of those crow <gasps> masks. Right. I'm dead. Funny. They'd be over me. Well, come on, that's three things pandas to. What you pandas to this week, Nika? Oh, oh, she has a, pulling out the phone. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-oh. Today I will be paying dust to. Oh shit! I'm playing dust to three things too. Oh wow! <laughs> Everybody has a oh wow. Let me get a list together. <laughs> okay. Firstly, one I would of those like weeks. to pay dust to that helicopter. Helicopter, go away. <laughs> Come again another day. And it's gone. Okay. Firstly, I would like to pay dust to people that constantly gaslight you because they don't know how to grow up and mm. be accountable for their own actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tired of it? Tired of it. Secondly, I would like to pay dust to people that judge you without any knowledge and no desire to educate themselves on what they can better understand had they just taken the time to teach themselves. Mm. Mm. Lastly, I would like to pay dust the people that downplay your problems and try to make a joke about it constantly. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. That's a thing sometimes. That's people's it's coping annoying. mechanism. It is. They're like, we're going to make a joke about it. I'm like, but it's not funny. Right. <laughs> it's not but funny. But he, like, no. He, he oh, what? look at you. You got bills. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on now. Ew. <laughs> okay, first I'm paying dust to this egg that this man just ate on TV. A raw egg. I just couldn't have. Have y'all ever eaten no. like why would I do that? I'm just saying. I don't I just even like runny eggs. No. Some, I don't either. But some people be like, oh, yeah, one raw egg every day with like a, I'd be like, oh, no, no I'm, I'm okay. It's like, I'm not training for anything. Yeah, either, I'm okay. So. And even if I was, I would find other ways oh, no. that didn't involve me eating a raw egg. No, no thank you. <laughs> um, I'm going to pay dust to people who take, people who show Hmm. Mm. Support, <laughs> quote unquote, support for me for you, mm. but it's flipped to put the 
spotlight slash attention on them. So, like, uh. those people who are, like, supporting you. I was in a situation this week where someone was, quote-unquote, supporting me in my craft, but in the wrong space and at the wrong time Uh-oh. and being really loud about it. And I was like, stop. And they were like, well, what's wrong? Like, this is what you do. And I was like, no. Because, like, it's not, uh, like, I know how to market myself. Uh-huh. I know when to talk about what I do whenever it comes to podcasting or what spaces I want to keep that in. And this isn't one of them. Mm. And you're doing it now, but you're doing it in like a way that it almost makes a mockery of what I'm doing. And I don't respect that or I don't appreciate oh, that. No, so, honey. yeah. Yeah, I'm paying best to that because that made me feel some kind of way this week. I was like, bruh, hmm. let me take them. They're like, what's wrong? We're supporting. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I know, but this is not the space nor time to be listening to my shit. You know, no oh. offense, but if you want to listen to it, listen to it on your own time or listen to it right. with your friends. But like, bringing it here, right bringing it, bringing it here, right. and being like, oh, who wants to hear yada yada? Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, listen, you're making it about you because you want that energy, you want that attention. Uh-huh. And mm. then whenever I'd be like, no, please don't, don't do that, they'd be like, oh. I'm, what's wrong with you? I'm just supporting. I'm like, I get it. You're supporting, but you're not doing it in a way that seems you're supportive. Doing right. You're doing it for attention. Mm. And that's not what I fuck with. So, mm. yeah, that made me feel some kind of way. I'm still low-key feeling some kind of way. Ooh. But it doesn't hold that much weight, so I'm not going to let it, like, mm. get, you know, a hold of me. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shame on you. But I only have one thing to pay us today, okay? Listen. Lovely. Shining moments? Let's go over to our shining moment. Shining moment. Shining moment. <laughs> do you have three shining moments? <laughs> no. You I do not have like three me. shining. I just have one shining moment. Okay. <laughs> Nick Hannah looks just like me in this movie. I'm sorry. Shut up. Literally. I forgot we were watching this. <laughs> sorry. So when I turned around, I was like, what kind of commercial? But love don't cost a thing. Mm-hmm, love don't cost a thing. Um, so my shining moment is something that I had kind of been like Ooh. manifesting, I guess. Like I'm gonna do something like for someone, and it's gonna get placed somewhere, kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. like my dream is to be like. NPR for like music like musicians and artists and stuff. So last week I was like, okay, like I'm kind of feeling myself today. Let me try to see like if I can get this person that I know in this one publication. So I went ahead and I shot over like their stuff and blah blah blah. blah. And then the person who I sent it in for, they got an email from that publication like, hey, we would love to interview you. We got your recommendation, like, such and such recommended you, da 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 And it was just really great and awesome. So that's my yes. shining moment. Amen. Like, I'm moves. super happy. Making that's my money first moves. move. Chess moves. Money moves. I'm with it. Shining moments. I, I got a car. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And she had the nerve to wait till uh, now. I okay. She has she a, got vehicle. a car. Okay, y'all. A vehicle. A vehicle. Some nerve. 
Mm-hmm. Some I was nerve. like, oh my God. Yes. Didn't I wanted tell to nobody. Well, I was going to send the picture the day on Sunday, and then I was just like, I'm going to just tell them in person. I was like, yeah. oh my God. I literally saw a car sitting in her driveway that was not familiar to her usual cars. And I said, well, whose car is this? I said, well, she would have told me if she got a car. So, and I, I drove off. Tell you. She did today. Right. Two <laughs> today. days later. Two days later. Let it all <laughs> just go down. Yep. At least I didn't wait like a week. True. True. Can't be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shining moment. What is mine? What, what is yours? Do you um, have a shining moment? I don't even know what mine is. Oh. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, Wear his shining moment. <laughs> right. Since okay. he doesn't know. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Oh. um. Say it, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm excited. My friend's having a party tomorrow that I'm Ooh. going to. And I'm just excited to celebrate and just celebrate, turn up, turn up. So, yeah, that's going to be my shining celebrate. moment after tomorrow. But, I mean, today it is because I'm excited for it. So, bam, boom. Boom. Uh, bam. Just like that. Yay. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and go for the birds. For the birds. <laughs> what? Birders? Birders. <laughs> for the birders. <laughs> for the birders. <laughs> We're going to start this off with a possible hot little question. Um, are we giving Lauren Hill too much credit? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we giving are we Lauren Hill giving too much credit? Credit for the album? The for one album, her correct. Album. <laughs> Someone on Twitter had this to say. They said y'all give Lauren Hill so much credit for doing the bare Minima. How do y'all how do y'all feel? Um about what they had to say. Um <laughs> I don't, Okay, so I I get it. Uh-huh. And then I I I okay, I get it. Okay, <laughs> okay. I get it. Lauren okay. Hill has one album. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's Eating off that one album for years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And she's been able to make it work. I mean, that's some that's some talented shit. Okay. No, so I'm is. not gonna say that we're not giving her we're giving her too much credit, uh-huh. because like albums can come and go, but if it mm-hmm. really does stick with the culture and with the society and like tells the time, and like people years later are saying that like they love it and like are listening to then it like it's the, the first time, then I'm giving her her credit. Here's my problem. Uh huh. Whenever you have your credit and you can't. Mm. Actively, I mean, you you eating off that album, mm-hmm. so it's like, I mean, as well as being you know, part of the Fugees, you know, she eats right, off a couple of things. I'm yeah. not gonna just, I'm not gonna discredit her as right. like being a part of the Fugees because that was a group and she did her thing in there as well. Right, and they had but, a couple. Albums. Yeah, and they had a couple. Yeah, albums. they had a couple. Albums. But Lauren Hill's actual album, album, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it, it was transformative to the culture, whether people want to believe it or not. Yep. You know, um, it, it really did influence a lot of young singers who are famous today yep. listening to that album being like they have never really heard something like this before. The mix between um, her flow and rap and then her mm-hmm. singing and then her just kind of like making her own little genre mm-hmm. or something. That was cute. Um, it was like a really big time back then with Lauren Hill and Erica Badu, like kind of with the rap flow and singing, all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's like it's, it was a mix. Yeah. So there was it was a special like moment i don't want to call i mean i I hate the term neo soul 
but like oh, yeah. I do, I hate it. But yes, Neo I just yeah, I don't say we give her too much credit, but I will say that whenever you you need to be on time. <laughs> I hope she on time when we. I just to want her, her to. I just want her to show up and just be on time and just be so happy. Or else we gonna be here. I'm just her tired <laughs> of seeing headlines of Lauren Hill didn't show up slash someone here was three hours late slash Lauren here because then it makes it feel mm-hmm. like you know we give your album so much praise but you can't even give our time any respect yep. and our money any respect. Reclaiming That's where I time. find it kind of like weird, you know. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> okay. Okay, Maxine. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Like, I wouldn't say we give her too much credit. Just because that would be kind of like blasphemous a little yeah. bit. You know, that would be a little blasphemous. Like, she did a lot for music and, you know, just, like, for women in music who are, you know, who want to do, who want to be, you know, rappers mm-hmm. and sing mm-hmm. also. Like, and you know, she kind of showed, like, you can do both and you can excel at both and you can be regarded as, like, you know, one of the best mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say we give her too much credit, but, you know, you know, I think, um... Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? She do, um, she have her ways. <laughs> she, she has her ways. And sometimes maybe she acts a little more higher than maybe we perceive her to be, at least today. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of the antics that she pulls off is just kind of like, I don't know why she acting like that anyway. She only got one album. Like, you know, it's right. easy, it's easy to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't say we give her too much credit, but I will say some of the stuff she be pulling is ridiculous. It's like, we can't just let this slide. Girl. Yeah, like, like I ain't going to let you slide because you're one album. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's easy to be, to put up that, like, you only, you only got one album, but mm-hmm. yeah. This is true, yes. I mean, one of Nicki Minaj's biggest influences is Lauryn Hill. Yeah. Granted, Every time she says that, I just don't get I, it. I, mean, I don't get it. I don't see it. But hey. I mean, she bowed. I mean, I've never seen Nick Minaj get on her knees and bow down to anybody but Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Hill. Uh, yeah. And it's just so crazy because. Mm-hmm. You don't see not a trace. <laughs> 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 I mean, and I know Nikki's like, yeah, but the rapping and the singing, she was the first one. You know, she was really doing that stuff. I'm just like, but Nikki, you shouldn't sing. Grand piano. Mm. That, no. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. An influence is an influence nonetheless, no matter if it shows itself within the art or not. She gets me. She gets her flowers. How do you do that shit? You let me win. You let me ride. You let me rock. That song was so bad. I was low key into it. I hated it. You see right. It was such a flat note. I don't understand. Nothing climbed anywhere. Everything just stayed. Uh uh-uh, uh, I you can't. You know what, mm. Nika? Do you have comments on Miss Lauren Hill? <laughs> I feel like we give her just enough flowers, and I really hope that she doesn't change our minds when we see her. If she shows up, please, because we're gonna be hearing her on a loop <laughs> if she does not show mm. up. Okay. Mm. <laughs> now, no. This next thing you see is something I found quite. Hilarious, you know. Sometimes dark humor. Sometimes the price ain't right. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, this woman was on the Price Is Right, right? 
and she got called up to the front and you know um the host is like hey I'm so glad that you know that you got up here you know you um you almost made it a couple times but you didn't but you know I'm so glad today you finally got up here and she's like yeah you know she's really excited really happy so they're like let's tell her what she's won right and so they open up that big you know the big little slider thing yes and it's a brand new treadmill. A treadmill? And a brand That's new sauna. Oh now, y'all might be like, well, what's wrong with a treadmill and a sauna? Let me tell you. Wouldn't you love a treadmill and a sauna? Right. Yeah. I yeah. would love a treadmill and a sauna. Yeah. Well, then what's wrong with it? Yeah, what's wrong with it? Huh, the the lady was in a wheelchair. Oh, shit. Oh, well, that's, I mean, she probably still has, like, you know, the wheelchair bound. <laughs> Look at the woman was wheelchair bound, <laughs> and they slid that curtain back and said, "You've won a treadmill and a sauna, mm. two things she cannot utilize." <laughs> okay, <laughs> she can't get on that treadmill, obviously. Okay, and she can't get in the sauna because the wheelchair is like metal, hot. That's hot. Okay, she's going to go in the sauna, turn it on. The steam is going to start coming in. And if she touches her wheelchair, she's going to get burnt the hell up. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, this it it looks really nice. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to use it. It, lo- it looks nice. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I just hope that producers cleaned that shit up in the back and was like, okay, girl, I know that I you won that this. Did. But here are some other offers because we know that this is just useless to you and how you live in. And this is not fair. For you to win these two things and then not even be able to enjoy them. I hope they did. I hope Man. so. I really hope so. Or her so. for something, you know. Oh, my mm. goodness. I don't know. Um, and moving on to something that's really tore Twitter and just social media in general apart. Oh, yes. Now, last week, <clears throat> we talked about how, um, what's, what's her name? Um, Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. Mm-hmm. There we go. Amber Geiger. How she was about to go to jail. Woo woo. We didn't know for how right? long. We didn't know for how long or anything like that. But we just knew she was going. Yeah, the sentence <laughs> happened and she got some baby years, honey. Is it ten? She got ten years. Is that yeah, she years got is 10. eligible for parole in exactly. five. Yeah, but eligible for parole in five. Yes. So okay. You know, people weren't I mean too she just murdered someone. I mean she she mm-hmm. just murdered somebody and in their I, own home. You know, in their own home. And I've seen I've seen cases where people are selling weed and they get caught and they get 25 to life to life or something like that. Like, you know, this woman just killed somebody in their own in their home and got 10 years. Yep. Okay, so everybody was, you know, not not happy with that sentencing or whatever. But then we had even more reason to be upset. (laughs) <laughs> which was her um not her um the victim's brother was like hey i don't want you to have to go to jail because my brother he wouldn't want that you know what i'm saying can i hug you can i hug you is it okay if i hug you and they hugging in the courtroom and crying and hugging and then And then the judge that was presiding over the case was like, you know, you know, um, 
I really feel that, you know, this isn't this isn't right. And, and, you know, you don't you don't deserve this. You don't deserve to go to jail and blah, blah, blah. blah. Here's my Bible right off my stand. <laughs> Here's my Bible. Look right here in Proverbs. Let me read seven, the scripture. And let me preach seven, to you. eight or whatever. And was like, look. Just take it. Just take it. And was giving her a hug. And, and, you know, all these outlets were like, oh, my God, this strong. So much coddling. This strong humanity that was shown in the courtroom today. This is just, you know, it's moving hearts all around the nation. And it didn't move my heart. None. Not one out. It didn't move our hearts. As far as black Twitter was concerned, it looked like nobody's heart was moved there. And we didn't care about no humanity. The judge. Yeah, that was a bit of a stretch. The okay. judge hugged the bitch too. Like I mean, like yeah. well, huh? it, with thoughts on this, I just feel like <laughs> if a, like I, I I get the whole entire like let a family grieve how they choose to grieve how they choose to deal with mm-hmm. their loss is on them whether it is by forgiveness or whether it's by rage or whatever it is you have to let them grieve in that manner mm-hmm. so i have to respect that although i may not see eye to eye with it mm-hmm. i don't think that that's really like a thing that i would necessarily i, I don't have that much grace Mm-mm. you know but um i'm i i, I don't get it but just because i doesn't don't get it doesn't mean that i don't have to disrespect it by being like well, why would he do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, he doing what he want to do. Like, I'll say, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't get what he's doing. I don't get why he's doing it. But here's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because it wouldn't have been that. No. But where it gets <laughs> fishy is the judge. Yeah, the judge. Feeling exactly. some kind of interpersonal, personal connection yeah. with a case that she just mm-hmm. presided over. And at that. And then I think, um like about a day or two afterward it came out that the judge was endorsed by that police department mm-hmm. so they're like hmm fishy, very fishy. fishy and interesting and then on top you know like how you said you can't determine how people grieve or whatever but i i, I want to say it was it was his mother it was his it? father no no not his no i want to say it was his father or maybe it was his uncle i can't mm-hmm. okay but um a male figure that was in his family was like you know what amber i want to i want to be your friend someday mm-hmm, I, I would that. love to be your friend I, I think it was like it was i know we can't you know we shouldn't judge the way people grieve but i mean that was just like wow like mm. i want to I, I would really love to be your friend someday I just feel like wow situation. <laughs> I feel like there was some underlying stuff going on in the background that we don't know or something. Like for some reason, I feel like they got paid <laughs> to act like they were okay with it. And the only person that I know for sure was upset was the man's mother because mm. she, when she was doing her statement with the press and everything, she was just like, "It's not right," and blah blah blah. Of course, you didn't see much of that. All you saw was a bunch of hugging because yeah. that's mm-hmm. what they want you to see. Exactly. They want you to see the the forgiveness and the love. And uh-huh. They're going to be best friends when she gets out. Exactly. Yeah. And then one of the witnesses ends up getting Dead. murdered like Shot a couple days after. It was an after. execution. <laughs> so it's just, it's, a, it's just a lot going on yeah. with this case. Maybe more will come out. Yeah. Maybe I not. mean, it really does give me like a, a hint of like just the way that us as black people like and just that that state of like p- 
post-traumatic slave syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first thing I thought of yes. whenever I thought of this was like, it's still that right. idea that yes, we are quote unquote free, but our minds and like know. the years and the years of like torment of generational torment and, and of like debt, like of just detriment to our communities mm-hmm. and constant like, slandering all that mental stuff like that Uh our ancestors carried over the years like that stays with you that's the teachings stay in the community and the mindset it's so powerful it 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 has an effect on everyone Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's that automatic like white people can do anything and we can be mad at it Mm -hmm. but eventually it's not going to hold as much weight as if a black person does something or if someone uh-huh. else of another, of, a, of, a, of another oppressed race does something to us, we'll feel more like rage or more like, yeah. but like whenever like, a white oh, person does something, to be here right. with me and for me, but like, shouldn't mm-hmm. you be more, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I weird. don't get it. It's that like psychological, <laughs> like torment that our minds are still like low key enslaved to like white people can do anything to us and we're just going to take yeah, it. You or, have like, to be okay with it. Like, like how when, slaves are freed and it's like yeah i didn't like being a slave but i did have somewhere to sleep i'm so grateful yeah. right they, like mm-hmm. huh they're like their first but option wasn't to run all, it's like yeah. if whenever their masters told them okay like or mostly probably not their masters but people some people's masters would be like oh like you know you're free now they were like okay so what, what does that now? mean because like, you've only known this one enslaved so, enslavement you grew up in enslavement mm-hmm. you have been enslaved for forever so now whenever you're free you're like okay well that's nice i'm gonna still i'm gonna still yeah, live i'm gonna, I'm gonna live, live here because here. i mean i'm mm-hmm. still gonna do what you ask because i don't know i don't know how to get out of my routine that mm-hmm. i've been in that i've been conditioned in ever since childhood so it's like it's weird right very mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. so yeah this this whole courtroom reaction is just very mm. but then it just brings religion into the conversation too and that's like a whole other mm. like tidbit no. <laughs> we'll get into, I guess, Under Umbrella, maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe. Mm. Anyway, Let's that's that. Let's go into a gust of wind. <gasps> what? It's a gust of wind time? It is. Like a gust of wind. Well, I just wanted to give a little dedication in this episode and mm-hmm. say rest in peace to the legend, Diane Carroll. Yes. Woo-hoo! She is a legend, a legend and she is loved and she will be missed. So yes. I just wanted to make sure I made that point while in the episode because come on now. Black Hollywood mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Diane Carroll. She y'all go, y'all go Black watch Hollywood. Claudine. Okay, Claudine okay. is such so good. He was teaching me how to hold my liquor. <laughs> like, just watch that movie. It's you're not you're not gonna like the hairy chest that's in it. But no, hey. but it's okay. It's a good, <laughs> you'll get through it. <laughs> um. Anyway, I wanted to segue into Tyler Perry Studios. Yes. Um, they had the grand opening this past week and mm-hmm. it was star studded slash mm-hmm. I mean everybody was there. Everybody. everybody was there. But um just kind of reflecting on Tyler Perry Studios opening and this this feeling of black people kind of sort of coming up people and like they, so can, they can do anything and like mm-hmm. they can go anywhere i saw some tweets where people were yeah, upset people, people were, were upset so like mad. oh I was like, yeah, really? I have no no yeah I this have, one gl- oh my god I, I gotta find the one where the girl was like oh god i feel like i thought i sent one to you guys but mm. i guess i didn't i don't think so oh my goodness i don't even think i saved it either but this girl was it. this girl was basically <laughs> saying like, okay, Tyler Perry took up 
all that land and all that stuff and but he could have given it to yeah people who are homeless they're like you know how's the homeless or housing or like but it just came out he's going to be having like a thing for yes. um the LGBTQ community and You just can't else. do anything right if you're like I said if a white man did this for the black community oh it's so nice that a white person's getting out there it's a condition thing for us and yada 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 but then a woman a black man does it for us it's yeah. all well what he could have done with his money or what he should have done and it's like okay cool so we see how it is like we come on each other right. the hardest I swear it's so annoying sometimes That's true we do and then they were met they were like yeah Clap it up for him. I don't see how you guys can be so excited when he made his money off of the backs of making fun of black women and stuff like that. And it's just like, I mean, we can have yeah, a whole episode we can have a and whole, debate about yeah, Tyler Perry because I'm not going to say I'm the biggest. No, Tyler I'm not fan. the biggest right. fan of Tyler Perry either, but I'm so happy that he came from nothing and created this. He created this whole entire thing and he's going to be having like people are going to be able to have jobs and people were saying like it's not unionized and stuff like that. So exactly. it's not worth it and everything. And I was just like, I mean, okay, he's employing he, people at the end of the day. Yeah, at the, yeah. What if you're a black creative? People. It's a, it'll, it'll be a yeah. lot. I don't want to say it'll be a lot easier because still we have to hold ourselves to a high standard mm-hmm. whenever working, especially in an environment like that. Uh-huh. Tyler Perry's putting his money towards you. He believes in you. But as black people, certain doors that you couldn't get into with Paramount or Disney or Warner Brothers or whatever companies, whenever it comes to getting things produced for you, you can be able to go to a studio and feel like, well, at least I know there's a studio that represents me, my kind, sees me, does black art. Like Mm -hmm. being able to just beat the odds and being like, he has a place for me. Even if I don't get into it right now, yep. even if mm-hmm. it takes me five to ten years, I know that I can get into a place once I prove myself and my art. Like, you know, mm-hmm. right. so it's just as simple as that. Having somewhere you can go where you actually feel like you're going to be your, your scripts are going to be read. Exactly. Your voice is going to be heard. Because some people, even exactly. some production companies, who wrote this? Black person? Black man? Black woman? Okay, well, I'm not interested in whatever. Yep. What is it about? Yep. I'm okay. Because they feel like, oh, people don't relate to those stories. Mm-hmm. Next. And Tyler Perry's like, there's a market for it. Yeah, exactly. Granted, you know, some of his market is with white people and like the celebration of like there's there's some coonery going on. Yeah, but there's some coonery. Still, mm-hmm. I can't like be mad at right. the fact that he's employing people and giving us a space it's to actually mm-hmm. like yeah. come up with new ideas. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't just have to be Tyler Perry. You exactly. Know? Now we have this huge studio. There's gonna be so many opportunities for people now. Like now, if you don't like his stories and but he has to say, guess what? You can make your There's own. There's going to be more, yeah, more <laughs> more space for your stories to be told through this studio. So that's mm-hmm. great. And more chances that your script will be read and that your voice will be heard. So yeah. I can't be mad at that. And the fashions, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the studio's huge and it's it gorgeous, is. but the fashion's it has its own that nice. White House. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that you can fit like three major studios in there and yes. still have like sixty acres you can to fit spare. Disney, like, they wow. said Disney, Warner Brothers, and Paramount. Paramount yeah, and right? Paramount mm-hmm. all together. And then still be like, yeah, sixty acres are left. Like, what you can wow, do? <laughs> right? <laughs> this is all for us. Like that's amazing. It's and just seeing been the so sound great. stages named after like Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. and like Sydney Portier. and people that have their own stars. Mm-hmm. Some of the that was so awesome. Movie. Like yeah. a lot. I'm like, that's so great because, you know, a lot of black actors and Don't actresses get star. overlooked when it comes to like their star on the Hollywood mm-hmm. Walk of Fame or just recognition period mm-hmm. when it comes to these awards. So for him to be like, hey, I noticed you being a hardworking black person 
actor, mm-hmm. actress, director, whatever. You've been excelling and doing great. You haven't been noticed by them people, but guess what? I notice you and I see you. Mm-hmm. So here's a star right here. And like, it's free. Wow. And what? it's and free. It's free. Mm-hmm. Because pe- people don't uh, people realize don't know. you have to pay for you your, like your you star. You have to submit. Like there's a whole board. Like you have to submit. You An being application able to first. Even yeah, you have <laughs> to star. apply to get a star. And you're on a long list of people who want a star. And on top of that, if they choose you, you still have to pay on it, like yep. tax and everything, like for it to be there. You're paying on your star. Like you know, like mm-hmm. kind of here's like here you go for free. Yeah. Here's your star. You know, it's just it's, it's nice. A beautiful it's lovely. Thing. It was it was beautiful black excellence and mm-hmm. things coming together. It was great. Yeah. Speak, oh, go. And it's just so cool to see like how many people that it touched like yeah yeah i hadn't really seen such an outpouring from like black celebrities for like another black celebrity on this kind of like um like scale of things like you know it was just such like so much i mean people from from tyler the creator to ava duvernay were like congratulating this man on on his studio and now like you know when you're driving down the um down the highway out there now that exit says like tyler perry studios and yes. it's like it's an influence it's amazing. whoa it's amazing like, what like i so, want to go i would i want to go and take a tour yes i do too so fun. let's just do it just a trip just one let's, day. Go, let's go right let's now go. Okay. right now let's turn off the episode <laughs> okay let's go. so it's over we're ending the season now <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> right did you guys see hillary clinton's dress no, I did not. Oh, wonderful. Yes, I'm going to get did. some additional reaction. What, um, what are those called? Hillary. <laughs> yeah, do you see that? Do you what? see that? What? And the gone She's supposed to be wearing that. She white. She's supposed to be wearing that. This is the thing that white people wear to black events thinking that they're about yeah, to yes, black yes, 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 yes. I'm annoyed. I know. <laughs> you know, I saw that. I said, what is Hillary I'm irritated. Wearing? I was dead. It's, I'm upset. <laughs> I mean, she said, I'm putting this pantsuit away for the night, and yeah, I'm going to come in What this. are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Hillary, girl. Okay, girl. I just don't know. It's like a cross between, like, a nightgown, and a, captain. a duster, a captain, just everything. <laughs> it's just a really... A it is, you know, a, a duster. duster. A captain. <laughs> it's just a, a slip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A moo-moo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Point is really. <laughs> I just thought those, the, the, of course, her fashion choice. I mean, if if Hillary were to go to any other, like I don't know, if a random Paramount or any other event where they were having like a studio opening, I guarantee you she would not have worn <laughs> something like that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure she would not have. But you know, she what said, day. Tyler Perry, I gotta pull out all the stops. Okay, and, <laughs> and that that was her stop. Mm. And she, two she, stops ago. Okay, two, right. <laughs> she missed it. She missed, she missed it. her stop. <laughs> she has to go back. Well, JT is free. Yes. JT, you love Thank me. Can you help Carisha? Goodness. <laughs> Young <laughs> Miami. We don't have to see featuring City Girls. No, we're only going to hear Young Miami anymore. Oh we Thank need to hear this JT. Is so great. Thank you for being released. I just want you to sit in the studio for a month. Man, just please. Just sit. Just sit. Just put you, up know, some you know, she had to have been in there writing. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Had to have been. No, she had to have been. And she's prison thick now. Oh, oh she is. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. She's gonna love that girl, but she's she's she looks good. She looks I'm excited. Good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see JT and what she's gonna bring to the table and just to see her in the music videos and no longer the little pictures or the little t shirts or Okay, looking little... like she died. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Had her in the clouds and shit. I was thinking of about... <laughs> I said all these little memorabilia to G- JT make her look like she's no longer alive, but right. I'm just gonna let her leave there. Okay. Like, Especially <laughs> in that video. What which one was it the um oh god was it the the twerk, Cardi B one, the or twerk was video. Yeah, I was like, "What is going on?" Oh yes, they yes, had her yes, on yes. their airbrushed. Like, <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of here! This is looking like uh, a mess. Did she die? Uh, I swore she, she was just in jail, and that was it. But I'm excited to hear her. Okay. She's coming out with something tonight. Ooh, 10 p.m. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I'm excited to hear something. I I, I want to hear a lot of JT and no Young Miami, but Young Miami may have a little feature. I don't know. She might. I'm just. I want to hear. Yeah, that's what I'm glad that my bitch back. I said, man, no, no, no. Sequarium. You said I'm glad that my bitch. She back and she but she doing whatever. Sequarium. I can't. No, not JT. Hashtag free JT. Well, JT is free now. Yes. I also wanted to bring up in the gust of wind that it is a sad day for us stalkers. AKA Wes. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's be real, Frenchie. You know, sometime. Mm, listen, <laughs> the it, Instagram is taking ca- taking away the following tab. If you don't know the following tab, the following tab is where you can slide over and see what people have been liking, who people have been following, what hashtags they've been following, what comments they've been making, what comments they've been liking. You mm-hmm. can see everything someone's doing on Instagram with a simple swipe to the left. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to be like, wow. Um, it's gone. It was my first day without a stay, and I was like, yeah. "What do I do on this thing?" Because <laughs> I only I only use that tab. I I don't even scroll through my timeline like that. I look I look at stories and I look at my following tab to see everything that people are doing. I'm nosy, okay. Mm-hmm. So when that was done, I said, "Well, I'm not going to be on Instagram as much." But I'm sad because I really I mean, not only just to stalk, but like. It's it's really it's really helpful whenever you're trying to get insight into what people like and what people especially if you want like want to pitch to someone or if you want someone to be like involved in a campaign with you. Yeah. And you can see that they've like followed a certain boutique or liked a certain style of clothing. It's easier yeah. for you to like pitch something to them because like you can see kind of where their mind is in fashion exactly. or who they're following currently or what if they want to get more into TV or more into music. Mm-hmm. It was a way to gauge like the climate and now it's not there anymore. Yeah. The climb the climate of the we're into yeah, it because okay. like, i kind of thought about that too i was like well how are like like agencies or whatever like how am i supposed to know like with this person that i'm interested in talking to mm. how am i supposed to know like what they're about how am i supposed to figure out like our relating point mm-hmm. mm, very interesting i can still see your followers thank god oh yeah if they get rid of that i might just have to delete instagram oh my oh, goodness my if they because they were talking about it aren't they supposed to get rid of likes i thought this was likes, and likes and followers. Ooh. Likes is it's still a little much for me as well. I don't. I, still, I, don't I want like you. To, I want to see who's liking your photo. Yeah, I don't like that I because just, it's I like just, you said. Like, what if I'm a company and I'm like, ooh, I got this new lip gloss and I want an influencer to use it, and I look on a Instagram and I can't, I can't see, see if they liked it. Or I not. can't see if they actually have like a whole bunch of engagement as far as likes go. But I can see comments. Like, Ew. I'm sure they're gonna have like places where like people can like purchase analytics from them. Probably yeah. like companies. Like they can always have like kind of like a backdoor entrance. But still, it's still annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just a person, you know, with my own little business. Mm-hmm. Damn. Can I just have some time, please? <laughs> <laughs> I just want it. 
I just feel like it's a sad day for me. Mm. Well, summer. And I'm not talking about the summer that runs. Excuse me? Summer Walker. She's come Get out. out. <laughs> She's come out with her debut so album called Over It. And um, it has a lot of features yes. and it has a lot of vibes. And I kind of yeah. want to know, are you guys for it or over it? I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> Pun. I'm over it. Oh, um, oh That was some trash. Oh. I mean, oh, garbage. Damn. Hot. Flaming. Whoa! <laughs> just go in then. I didn't like one bit of it. Oh. Like Wes played it for me before, you know, when we were creating the episode for today. Played it for me. And I said, am I supposed to start to enjoy this album at some point? Or what? Thanks. I was not a fan. What were you looking for from her? Mm. Did you have an expectation? Really, I didn't have an expectation, uh-huh. which is kind of like I didn't even have an expectation. Uh, did you like her first little project she had? The yeah. one with the CPR and all that on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. So this was just mm. totally just I don't know. It, I didn't like it. Okay. And like I said, I didn't even have any expectations. So for me to go in and hear it and listen and be let down. With no expectation, like out. Yeah. <laughs> Frenchie is eating cauliflower fries next to me. Yep. She has the audacity to dip it in barbecue sauce. Kicking. Kick yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Kicking barbecue sauce. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hello. Kick. Sweet. Sweet bitter rage. <laughs> <laughs> we have got to get a sponsorship. Sweet bitter <laughs> It's sweet, all right. Enjoying your cauliflower fries? Yes. Can I have a bite? Oh. Oh, oh now you want a bite. I don't. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but back to summer. Walker. Winter, fall. You were over it? Over it. She was over it. Were over you over it. it, Nika? I wanted it to be better. I guess I'm over it then. Uh-huh. It um was decent. It was okay. It was room for growth. That's yes. what I felt. I mm. felt like it was room for growth. That's, that's which it. Is, I mean, which could be good for a first album because that just means that the sophomore album might be like better. Popping. Yeah. Which is interesting because usually people go into like sophomore, sophomore slumps. slumps. Yeah. I feel like it's way better to go into an album not like your first album, not super duper like like for instance, SZA first album, mm-hmm. stellar like it just yeah. went like oh, yeah. whoosh, skyrocketed yeah, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like okay, what's next? Let's get now versus like the first album, versus her being like I'm gonna gradually grow and then give y'all like excellence all the time. It's easier to like gradually grow and then be like bam 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 I'm hitting y'all with just some good stuff yeah. versus being like I came out with my best work or what is my best work for the time. And now I'm like, I'm, that's why she's terrified to put out new music. She's like, I don't even know what I should do. My yeah. first album was so, and it's, it, my second album might be different. People might not like it. Yada, yada, yada. And it's just like that whole entire thing. But I feel like Summer left herself room to grow, which is smart. Like, it's not perfect, but it's also not like, I'm not going to say like, it's like the wackest album, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it's the wackest. I, 
Maybe I was a little too harsh. Okay. Yeah, you you I said also, hot garbage. No, and I'm, then I said flaming. Yeah, flaming. <laughs> I've, 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 I have to say that I've listened to it a couple times. Because the first time I listened to it, I was like, yeah. But then I listened to it again and then again. And as you listen to it, the more you listen to it, the more it's like, okay, like it's not so bad. It's, it's more just, tolerable. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those albums where it's mm. like it takes a couple listens. Yeah, well, maybe I need to listen again. Because when I first go around, I was like, oh, no. Cut it. Cut it off. But, yeah, to me, I think the reason why, or a large portion of why I didn't like it, is just because the songs sound unfinished. Mm-hmm. Mm. They all sound unfinished to me. Like, like they had more... Yeah, them. like like that, like the beat, like as if like the beat. Yeah, wasn't the structure done, of songs, the, the the structure of how people do their songs and their music is really yeah. changing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I like that. I just don't like it. Like I, it's kind of sounding yeah. like, are we sure that this beat is done? Are we sure that she wrote? Yeah, it all the lyrics like that it, she like wanted to get songs, out. Or? Yeah, it sounded like they were supposed to keep going, and then she mm-hmm. was just like, nah, stop it. Yeah. And even with R and B singers, that's just been the formula. Like, the formula is like more so. It's like short, short, short. Yeah, not even, but not even short, short, short. But like, there's like they like, especially classic R and B, like nineties R and B. There's like a certain sound a certain like okay like you gotta start off in the song when you start off, you start off pretty low mm-hmm. then like you gradually, gradually like make your way yeah. up and yeah. then you go through the chorus and the chorus changes from the first time to the second time mm-hmm. you've heard it there's a bit more notes there and then like in the bridge is whenever like you really yeah, like, bring it out really bring it at out at the bridge mm-hmm. and you bring out all the stops and you end it on like a whoo note yeah. yeah and with music now it's just a monotone all the way yeah, through the track all the way yeah, through and I hate it I, there's like it's like a monotone like there's no like real like yeah. Half the time I was like, is she gonna open her mouth? Yeah. It's kinda like, <laughs> the vocal production is just like yeah. not like, at the level it used to be. Oh, yeah. I just, I just wish like she would just open her mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like she didn't put no range in her voice. She was just yeah. like, <laughs> like girl, yeah. are like, you whispering? You know, it's it's kind of like when we have heard you do better. Yeah. And for you to do this for your debut album, like that always just disappoints me when someone's debut album is like yeah. this compared to what we've heard. It's before. like, damn, the EP was popping and the mm-hmm. album was trash. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. Well. But yeah. Yeah. Summer. Hopefully one day we'll see you running. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. Bye. On to the next. Um, next and last for this Gust of Wind segment. Okay. <laughs> Um, apparently, this is word on the street now. I'm just going to give you guys what they've been saying on the, on the Twitters and, and the, and the social medias. Um, Drake's father has told media outlets and did an interview basically saying that he was there for Drake's childhood Mm. and he was present and he wasn't absent and he wasn't a deadbeat daddy. He was very much there There. you know Mm. just he was there and whenever he asked his son why he's saying such um bad things about him his son said dad this sells so Mm. everybody on the twitter has been in this constant debate on is drake telling him the truth or is drake lying and drake posted and said you know what it's really sad whenever you know the people closest to you especially family they mm-hmm. just do anything for attention you know mm-hmm. they just will try to just do anything for clout and he's like my dad will talk to anybody who will listen mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is just sad to see but you know a 
I'm praying for him. You know, I'm praying for because, you know, that's just sad, you know, because this isn't this is not true. You know, he was he wasn't there. <laughs> and I just I'm just confused. I'm just like, I mean, whether your daddy was there or not, your music is selling, you know, oh. like whether you were like in the beginning using it as like a marketing tool for him to be there or for him to put quote to just saying, oh, quote unquote, he wasn't there when I was growing up just to get your name out. Your name is out there. You're big now. If you tell us today. I was actually like bluffing. He was there. Psych. <laughs> I mean, people will be mad, but they'll like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna not buy your music, so to speak. Like, I don't think people are gonna go as far as to be like, I'm boycotting Drake because he lied and said that his daddy wasn't there, and his daddy was there. Daddy. And the only there. reason why I have a connection to Drake is because they the said place. his daddy wasn't there and my daddy wasn't there. So I feel like I'm like, I know, no one's gonna. I don't feel people aren't gonna go that far. People gonna be mad for a couple minutes and on the Twitter. Be, he'll drop something. They'll be bumping. They're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, this is good." You know, I mean, I know he lied and all that stuff, but whatever. So it's not, it's not, it's not something that that's that that is that big of a deal to where people are gonna be like, "The only reason why I had a connection to Drake because you know he really spoke my truth." You know, his dad wasn't there, my daddy wasn't there. There's plenty of people, There's plenty of people who, who in this music industry who said he wasn't there. <laughs> like. There's oh my plenty God. of people in this music industry and in the entertainment industry, period, whose daddy just was not there. Right. So Drake's daddy being there instead of y'all thinking that he wasn't, yeah, this is not gonna I don't think it's going to be that deep. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't really think people should fall into, like, the... Like, I understand people will do things for attention. So his dad may very well be, like, doing this just to get some kind of buzz or some kind of attention because mm-hmm. he likes right. it. That's but possible. if he is, then that's what he's doing. And if he isn't, then that's what he's doing. But I don't think that it's something that needs to be, like, a debate. I don't think we need to be on, on, on Instagram debating, oh, my goodness. So what is it? Is it a truth? Is it a lie? Right. He needs to take a lie to detect a test. You know what we should really be debating about? What? Where's Adonis? Because they say the apple don't <laughs> fall too far right. from the tree now. So maybe his so daddy So, Drake, your daddy was there, but you're not there for your son? Where's Adonis? Stop. <laughs> Where is he? I just think that's I just think that... Often, t- bless you. Excuse me. I just think that often the perception of a relationship that <clears throat> like a parent and a child have is always going to be totally different. Like if you ask the parent how how their relationship is, mm-hmm. then you ask the child, it's going to be two it's be totally two different answers. things. So because Drake's d- I d- daddy's idea of being there is I send him gifts every summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Know? And I talk to him on the phone all the time or whatever. You know, like, yeah, but I visited every you. three years. <laughs> like, you know, like, that may be him very well being like I was there. Yeah, I was there. That's, yeah. That could be his perception of there. Exactly. And then, you know, then then Drake's perception could be like, well, I meant like here physically like you weren't every night we're every doing night. dinners and yeah like you know right. what i mean like you weren't there for that so to me that was you not being there but to his dad it's like but i was there because i was sending this and da, da, da. like you know so it's just <clears throat> it's just always going to be different like when you talk to the parent and the child they're just gonna have two totally different experiences of what happened this is true mm-hmm. 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 well that's it for my gusta win segment whoosh whoosh, <laughs> whoosh. You want to go into Under Our Umbrella? Under Our Umbrella. We've got a couple things here. Yes. Which one do y'all want to start with, A or B? Or which one do y'all want to start with and maybe 
just do that one. So pick wisely. I'm not sure, what, depending right. on how time is going to pan out. But uh, what are y'all thinking? A or B? A or B? I think I like, I like, I kind of like B. B. Okay, well, B. B. Bamboo. Um, Beyonce. I, <laughs> I came up with this underarm brother question for tonight. Um, and it was just to get in conversation with you guys about how you feel about the phrase forgiveness is for you, not the other person. Um, this is just piggybacking off of our conversation that we just had whenever I came to like Amber Geiger and that whole entire case and his, and Botham's brother being like, Oh, you know, I forgive you. Yada, yada, yada. And people kind of like going back and forth on Twitter. It just opens up a broader, a broad conversation, a broad in conversation on like what, what does that phrase mean to you? Forgiveness is for you and not the other person. How in some ways can it can that phrase very much be true? And in some instances that phrase sometimes be like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I mean this phrase has like I mean there's there's truth to it. You know, because forgiveness definitely is for you because, you know, as long as you're still holding a grudge um, against someone for something that they did to you or to someone that you know or something like that, then obviously it's going to be very hard for you to, you know, let that experience go mm-hmm. because you haven't forgiven them. So it's going to constantly like be something that you think about every day or like maybe it's just like in the back of your mind or, you know, something that. If someone were to bring up the situation, you're going to get, like, extremely pissed off about it all over again. Like, you know, things like, excuse me, um, things like that. So, but at the same time, mm. you know, but I feel like um, this phrase also has kind of, like, manipulated people a little bit as mm-hmm. in, like, a... They take this whole forgiveness is for you and not the other person thing as like in a public fashion. Like mm-hmm. as if like you have to publicly like forgive someone so that everybody can see it so that everyone knows you've moved on. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. everyone can see that you're past it and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, and to me, I just feel like that just shouldn't really be how it is. Like forgiveness isn't for if forgiveness truly is for you and not for other people, then why do we constantly see people do these big little like forgiveness tours or, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like they really be going around. Let me teach you how to forgive. You know, yeah. like I'm really about to go around and publicly apologize to everyone mm. or not, not apologize, but publicly for, um, forgive people and blah, 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 blah. Like who cares if what it's make, truly for you? Then you know why? what's so interesting? What makes me think, Mm-hmm. I'm just it just popped in my head right now thinking about that situation of that lady who went on a tour mm-hmm. and did a TED talk and she went on like a forgiveness tour with the man who raped her. Yes. Like oh, and she was God. like, I forgave him and this is like, you know yeah, and now this is what we do. Weird. <laughs> like the, for what? I mean, people that's a thing like the man who raped her like instead of her being like i don't want to see him i don't want to talk to him it was her choice to be like i want to sit down with him 
Why did he do it? I wanted answers. I was broken for a long time. I forgive him now. And now we're in business together and we get yeah. booked for talks at universities. Yeah. And we go on tour, on forgiveness tours, and I talk and I tell my story. We share our story. He shares why he did the mm-hmm. things he did, his upbringing. And I share face. how it affected me and how we came together in the end and chose mm. to forgive. And come choke. listen to our story now. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus could come back three times before I even consider doing something like that ever in my life. Are you serious? And that and it brings up your three point. Times. It it brings up your point on <laughs> it's for the public sometimes. Sometimes yeah, it's not for sometimes you. Sometimes it's not for you. I mean maybe it can start off being for you, but then once you start to make a show of it, mm-hmm. yeah. look at I, I forgave yeah, exactly. the person and who you raped can do me. It too. Come and buy right. tickets. You can do it too. Yeah. Uh, bitch, huh? no, I can't. I don't want to. Or or how about it can be I just forgave that person on my own terms. I mm-hmm. didn't have to publicly come out and say, Hey everyone, I forgive such and such for doing this thing to me. Okay. Bye. Like, no. I just I just woke up one day and decided, hey, you know what? That thing that used to really affect me. Today I decide it's not going to affect me like that anymore. Mm. Today I've decided that you know I've moved past it and I've I've healed from it and I'm moving on. Like, mm-hmm. boom, as simple as that. Why does it always have to be? Uh, why do we always have to forgive the people that did us wrong? Like for what? Or at least you know in this sort of fashion where everyone has to know that you forgave them and you have to do this whole big show of forgiveness. Like for what? Right. What the fuck? Why can't I just wake up one day and decide in my own home to myself that I'm over it and I move on? Yeah, like does it have to? Does it have to be? Ex- yeah, yeah. Does it have to be expressed <laughs> to the person right. no. that you've forgiven them? No. Because if it's for me, I'm gonna just keep it. You right. Know? I'm gonna keep it. I woke myself. up one day and was like, you know what? I forgive if them. They, I'm over if it. They gonna feel guilty, but it's I'll like, yeah. do you have to be like, I forgive them, so I need to go and call them on the phone and tell them, Mm-mm. I forgive you. Like is it is like I don't know like is 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 getting it out is talking it talking to that person is that a piece of forgiveness I guess you could say so say if something happened to me mm-hmm. between me and you uh-huh. and we didn't talk mm-hmm. and it was something fucked up or whatever it was but if it w- if something happened between me and you and we didn't talk mm-hmm. and I was mad at you and then one day I was like I forgive her would I still want to call her up on the phone and be like, hey, I know this is irrelevant right now because it happened like two or three years ago, uh-huh. but I forgive you. Does me saying that make me feel like oh, the weight's been lifted off from my shoulders or does me just being like, I forgive her in my own mind and in my own right and in my own head. Uh-huh. I feel like take a weight's been lifted off. Can, can, I, can mm-hmm. I take that same level of weight off without having to express to the person or is express and get a second piece? Like you have to do that to really feel free. I don't know. Mm. Maybe That's it's different question. for some people. Maybe some people feel like feel like in order for them to really know that they have truly forgiven this person, they can go to them because you know how you know how people say you don't you don't truly know you forgive somebody until you see them again and you can tell, okay, I'm not thinking about the situation anymore or something. So maybe for them they have to tell the person directly to their face, mm-hmm. I forgive you. Or they got to call them and say, I forgive you for what you did during this time. Because maybe for them, that's like, um, it's like a tangent, like something. You something. Can, yeah, yeah. Something you got. Because mm-hmm. people, because like I've heard like people say, 
you don't truly know you've forgiven somebody until you pass them on the street and be like, and you don't feel that anger anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's understandable, but at the same time, it's still for you. Like you're not, you know, about the go on a fucking tour. Yeah. <laughs> with your rapist. What is the audible pro- process yeah. of forgiveness? <laughs> like, yeah. how does that help you? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just what is displaying it to the public? Do other, other than put in public opinion? Yeah. Right. And have Nobody you critically needs to think. Know. Not yeah, even the person I, I, that did the thing to you. They don't need to know. If they're going to feel guilty for what they did, then hell fucking feel guilty yeah, because so you did something wrong. Like, mm-hmm. you should feel guilty. I'm allowed to forgive you on my own terms once I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And I also hate when people try to force you to forgive somebody. Right. Yeah. That is the worst fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've said sorry. Through. So, yes, where, what, what's so, taking yeah. you so long? Like, okay. Like, excuse me. <laughs> if you don't want to, if you don't want to forgive, if you don't want to forgive that person, then that's fine. You don't have to forgive them. So, yeah, I think that we should do away with that portion of it of like perceived forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I guess like, oh, if you truly forgave them, then you would be able to, you know, to call them up and you know let them know like, hey, I know you did this thing to me. And it was really messed up, but I just want to let you know that I forgive you. And I'm doing this for me. You know, you probably don't care or it's probably just, you know, so out of your mind at this point. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just doing this. I'm just doing this for me. I just really want to call you and let you know that, you know, I forgive you. Like, why is that like a step that seems like is like integral in the whole forgiveness process right. like if you if you truly were over it then you'd be able to talk to them like huh? why how how oh, about what? how about yeah, what? how about just that situation that they put me through i've i've moved past it but mm-hmm. i would rather i no longer desire no to longer pursue yeah, yeah i would rather no longer of. have to be in their space at all because i just don't want I don't want the possibility of what they did to me before to happen again. And then I have mm-hmm. to do the whole healing process again. Right. Or I just there or there's just no there's just no need for us to continue yeah, anything exactly. past that. I'm, I've decided that, you know, I, I've forgiven them on mm-hmm. my own terms. No, I didn't call them and let them know that because you, like you said, it's for, for me, what? right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what I got to do for them? Once again, why do I got to call somebody and let them know, hey, yeah, da, 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 da. okay, maybe if it was like a, a close friend, okay, yeah. then yes, I will, mm. I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll reach out and be like, hey. We used to be so tight. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is da, 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 da. I've, like, I've had that, one of my friends from, from college did that with me, like, last year i think or earlier this year and she gave me a call we hadn't spoken in like almost two years mm-hmm. we were so tight all throughout college and then she called me and was like hey i know we like i, I know all this stuff happened it was really messed up i just want to let you know you know i'm really really sorry and da, 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 da. i was mm-hmm. like okay you know and i was like you know what at this point like it's fine like you know i forgive you it's good we good mm-hmm. how come that person who did you wrong can't call you mm-hmm. and say hey I sincerely apologize for doing X, Y, and Z to you. Why is it I have because to call them and say, people, I forgive you? People are so quick. The thing is, people, <laughs> people, whenever they're wrong, they're so quick to apologize yeah. because they know they're wrong. Mm. And they'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Like, people, if they but know, they don't that, if say they know they're they really in the wrong, they'll, they'll apologize for it. I mean, they'll apologize for it, but they'll expect 
you to forgive them right away. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe that person has called you. Maybe they called you two years ago and they were like, I really am sorry for what I did. And you'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. yes. cool. It didn't register then. Right. It didn't. <laughs> now, two years later, it's registering. And now I feel like, okay, like, do I want to make it audible and, like, mm-hmm. choose to carry on a relationship with this person moving forward while being cautious because of all that we've been through? Mm-hmm. But still, like, do I want to make it audible? And me making it audible to them means that I have a desire to carry on some kind of friendship with this person in a mm-hmm. certain kind of way. That's the, That's the only reason I feel like you would need to make it something where you need to go tell someone that you forgave them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But if somebody did something to you that maybe you even you might have been close to them and yeah. you just realized that you guys have both grown mm-hmm. and yeah. we're in two different places and mm-hmm. we were tight and, yeah, I do forgive them, but mm-hmm. I also don't feel the need to rekindle anything with the, peop- with the person. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. You don't need to check on me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to check on you. We're just done. It's yeah. cool. And it's it doesn't have to be anything that's And you like, know what? That's healthy. Yes, <laughs> it is. Okay. Healthy. healthy. I think people often get like what's healthy confused with what's actually traumatizing. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's so you know, it's healthy for you to be like, Hey, I'm I've moved past it and I've moved on and you know, that person's grown and I've grown or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I've decided that I've I've moved past it, I'm over it and it's like, Well, why don't you reach out to them again? Why don't you da da da? Why don't you blah blah blah? And it's like, well, because I don't have to. And sometimes that's in my best interest, and that's what's the healthiest option mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. is to do that on my own terms and not involve that other party in my process of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. it's and if mm-hmm. you're the person who did something to the other party, then it's also healthy yeah. to not involve them too, because that mm-hmm. could be traumatizing for you bringing them bringing the back situation up. back up again. <laughs> It was so funny. This shit happened to me this week. Oh, shit. I know it did, it did, it did. But it didn't happen. Like, it wasn't like a forgiveness thing. I had been forgave the person a long time ago, but I just choose not to talk about the thing. Talk to them. Oh, nor yeah. establish any kind of yeah. right. anything. Because it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I had someone hit me up uh-huh. as of like literally maybe three or four. I can show y'all the text message, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Because if, if, if y'all see the name, y'all know who it is. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Which I haven't responded to any of their text messages in like the past year or two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they hit me up just saying like, hey, just want to catch up, mm-hmm. you know, like just want to see how you're doing, yada, yada, yada. And like, I just choose not to respond. I mean, this isn't the first yeah. time they've hit me up about that. But they mm-hmm. just, I feel like they feel like time is going to be a thing for me where I'm like, oh, yeah, but time means absolutely. I mean, I don't say it means nothing to me. But time is not real. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm not going to sit up here like, okay, <laughs> bruh, like, it's been so long. Yeah, I should talk to you. No, I don't. No. I don't want to. Even mm. if I've forgiven you for all that you've done, I have. And I've done it in my own way. I don't need to tell you. <laughs> I don't feel the need to tell them. I don't, because I don't feel, feel any desire to want to reconnect or rekindle. Mm-hmm. In my own time, I did forgive the person. Did I tell them whenever I did? No. no. Do I want to tell them? No. I have no desire to. Because what's the point? I yeah. forgive you. Bye. Like what? <laughs> I don't want to catch up. Yeah. I don't want to key key. I yeah. just want to. <laughs> because sometimes you might just be like, you might be trying to call and do that. Hey, just want to let you know I forgive you. And it's like, oh, wow. Thanks so much. How have you been? No. no we're not doing that. We're not doing that. 
hurt. Okay, <laughs> stop right there. This conversation <laughs> is over. I just want to call and let you know I forgive you. Like, okay, okay. What? <laughs> and it's like, why did you call me for that? Or you know, or just like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, oh, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for us to go any further. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. On forgiveness and just, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I I will say that it's if forgiveness is for you and for the person, which is in in instances, it is you know to just to to dis to disassociate that rage from your heart and from you and just to put it somewhere else mm-hmm. and put it in the forgiveness box and keep a step. And it's it <laughs> that's for you, mm-hmm. but you're not required to tell someone mm-hmm. that nope. you forgive them. Unless you feel a need to want to rekindle the relationship reconnect. that you have with that yeah. person, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, us coming with up with a with a with a conclusion, a good <laughs> conclusion. Okay, <laughs> that is the trick, you guys. <laughs> we should write a book. Right. We should go on a tour. <laughs> we should. Mm. Um, d- <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> Come to our forgiveness tour. Forgiveness. <laughs> I'm so dead. Well, oh, that's man. the end of the Underarm Brothers segment. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to say? Definitely. Um. So. Mm, yes. So. Sorry. I started hearing people outside. Okay. The there is this really cool event happening Friday, October 18th at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay. It's called Underground Heat. One of my friends is throwing it. Okay. Mm. (laughs) It's for, you know, if you're an artist or you just love music, come out. It's going to be like people from different states and stuff like that, I'm sure. But people who, you know, are like now living in L.A. or trying to, you know, get into like the L.A. scene. They're all going to be there. This is like a space for them all to come out to, you know. So, um, basically, we're just going to be bringing you the hottest up-and-coming artists out of L.A. Um, there will be a cypher in the Ooh. beginning of the event. <laughs> so, if you want to come bring them skills, you bring them skills. And you let bills, them know. Bring them skills. You let them know that you're the best. Okay? It's going to be a cypher in the beginning. So, you know, get there early and, you know, just show what you can do. Um, there's going to be a really cool DJ there. Um... There will also be a show at the, you know, towards the end of the night. Um, and my friend's going to be headlining it. Woo-woo. So come out. It's going to be, it's like six or seven different artists or whatever. I'm not, well, should I read all the names? No. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> but just come out. It's going to be, oh, I sound terrible. No, you but, don't. Um, you sound good, girl. Stop it. There's going to be, yeah, um, a really cool DJ. Um, they made special like exclusive merch for this event so you know there's only going to be a a very limited quantity of these merch items so if you want to get some merch try to get there early as well and go ahead and buy some of that um there's going to be it's very 420 friendly i'll just say that they're going to (laughs) be passing out a lot of um paraphernalia Mm-hmm. Okay, there's gonna be a lot of paraphernalia smoke in the air, Amen. and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be like really really fun, really dope. I'm gonna be shooting video, I'm sure, that night. 
Um, so yeah, come through. It's at Bossa Studios LA at 349 South Los Angeles Street, um, number 8013. It's in downtown LA. It's called Boss Studios. Free admission. Woo! If you want to hop on the cipher, hop on the cipher. Or if you just want to be like, hey, who's that girlfriend? She she sound real cute. No, <laughs> I'm gonna be there. <laughs> come on through. Come see what I look like. I'm come see what I look like. I'll be extra cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. She cute to boot. Come through. Come through. Oh, there's an actually I guess I should say, yeah. Go to Deuce Flames Instagram, D-U-E-C-E-F-L-A-M-E, and he has a link in his bio for the event. So, you know, all the details and everything is on there. You can RSVP. RSVP. That was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Now. You better be a PR. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. We only have two episodes left. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah, I think so. No, three. Three? Yep. Yes. Yep. Three? Yes. Yep. Three. Yep. Three. Because the 15th. Because there's supposed to be four in October. The 22. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Three. Ooh. Ooh. So there you have, we have three episodes left. Tres. Okay. Tres episodes. Okay. <laughs> Tres episodes. Now, at our on our finale episode, we want to feature all the wonderful things that y'all have to say about the podcast. Let us know what your favorite moments were. Yeah. Um, what you want to see. What you really liked, what you didn't like, whatever, let us know. And we want to read all y'all's words on this here podcast and end it out with a bang in that way. So mm-hmm. please contribute to that. Um, I think that's it. That's, that's all I have it? to say. Okay, we all. There's nothing much to say. <laughs> well, we'll see y'all next week. Right. Bye. We love y'all. Bye. Love you.